0: This is the Red Sox Precap, with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelly Verstrait, part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast, the podcast Over the Monster Podcast Network, where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series that's about to start for the Red Sox, you are all caught up on all the happenings for the team. I'm your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined, as always, by Shelly Verstrait. Shelly. I think we have uh, one more day until new episodes of the Great British Bake Off. This is, uh, It's going to be quite a weekend with the Yankees and Great British Bake Off.
1: I don't know how to prioritize. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I'm very excited for the Great British Breakout, Bake Off, you know, debuting this weekend. We got Yankees. It's its going to be a full weekend. I don't, Party I don't time. think I'm going to... Exactly. I don't know what I'm going to get done other than just watching TV.
0: Yeah. That's same. That's all I got in my plans too. Uh quick little two-game series for the Red Sox here against the Mets to recap. Red Sox got the series sweep. They're second in a row. They've won seven in a row heading into the weekend. So let's dive on in. Game one. Eduardo Rodriguez versus Marcus Stroman. This one started off as a pitcher's duel. Erod was cruising until all of a sudden he was not. Um Following an inning where the Red Sox had the bases loaded and no outs and were only able to get one run, um, or actually none none runs, (laughs) Eduardo Rodriguez said, hey, I can do that too, and loaded the bases with no outs and was extremely lucky to escape with only two runs given up. In total, went four and a third innings, gave up five hits, struck out five while only walking three, Shelley. Wasn't super sharp here, but what what were your thoughts on this performance?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like you know, kind of like that typical Erod start, right? Where he's looking okay and then falters towards the end, right? And it it's it's extremely frustrating because I mean, if you look at his underlining stats, you know, like his Sierra and XVP, he should be performing better, but we're not seeing that, and it's it's extremely frustrating because when you watch the game, um the game you know, the game that he pitches he's just it's you he, you feel okay and then as soon as it goes off the deep end you can totally feel it and you're not you know uh, you know you're you're just you're like oh goodness let's please just get through this inning so yeah it was just like that typical e rod start where you feel okay and then you don't feel okay
0: pretty much the underlying stats for them though his uh fip and xfip sierra they're all significantly better than these surface level stats do you feel like he's just having bad luck as uh dennis eckersley on the broadcast likes to bring that up almost every time he's pitching um that it just feels like he's having that kind of bad luck and you feel like he could be due for a bounce back next year obviously contract year this year not a great time to have this lapse but uh where do you kind of stand on erod heading into next season
1: I honestly I don't know because I mean it just always feels like whenever I watch Erod whenever he's been with the Org right he there was just times where you're like yeah I see where he's doing great with just you know just stuff but it's just like he just gets into these ruts where he's just not great so I think he's really inconsistent so I think honestly I think that's just kind of who he is
0: yeah I I'm with you on there uh, The bullpen then followed, was able to lock it down To ensure the win Ryan Brazier followed, went in a clean inning Austin Davis, two-thirds of an inning Hansel Robles pitched an inning Garrett Richards an inning in a third Darwinson Hernandez finished it off with two-thirds Of an inning On the bats Xander Bogarts did most of the heavy lifting Two hits, four RBIs Including a nice little homer for himself Kike Hernandez also Hit a homer After all that, Red Sox get the win, 6-3, on to game two. Chris Sale versus Taylor McGill. Uh, Sale pitched on his regular rest, was able to go through five, struck out eight, gave up two earned runs. Shelly, this was much better than his previous outing. Uh, Strikeouts were there this time. What would you see from Chris Sale?
1: Uh, yeah, this was definitely a much better outing uh, for sale um, against the Mets. Because, I mean, when he was, you know, facing Baltimore, he only got like that one strikeout. But he struck out eight. He was definitely mixing up, um, you know, he was definitely relying more on his, on his fastball instead of his secondary pitches and... You know, in the Baltimore start, he was saying, like, I didn't have the feel for that fastball, so I was really working on the slider and the other pitches that he has. But you definitely saw the switch there, which really makes me feel better. Like, okay, this is the Chris Sale. He, you know, he's feeling more of himself, um I, I again I, I mean I kind of want him to go like a little bit further like I want to be a little bit more economical you know going a little bit more than five innings but if I'm seeing those strikeouts he's going five innings only giving up two runs um I'm okay with that
0: same I think the Red Sox right now are not in a position where they need him to go like seven or eight every single time he's out there because they have, Enough guys built up in the bullpen where if this is all he can get through, if it's it's you know the hitters are making him work and he can't be economical, they've got the guys to follow it up to go four innings and and lock down a win. Which uh, boy, it's nice to have a nice bullpen. <laughs> it's helpful.
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: Uh, for the bats, this was the Kyle Schwarber show. Uh, two home runs off Taiwan Walker, including a three-run homer. Uh, the Red Sox offense exploded. For 12 runs the bullpen following sale barnes came in pitched a third of an inning and did not look effective gave up a run on a hit and two walks then brazier followed on a vino followed giving up a run josh taylor and then martin perez finished it off allowing one run uh, but by then the game was long over what do you think of the offense in this entire series here able to to string a couple high scoring games together
1: Uh, I was very encouraged, Um, you know, getting Bogey back into it um, after he came off the COVID IL. uh, Schwarber had, you know, been kind of uh, just not really looking that great, at least from like a hits perspective. Like he was getting off base, but he just really wasn't stringing those hits together. Um, But in that second game, seeing him hit two home runs, I mean, I was just like, yes, this is the guy that we really need. Um, at the top of the lineup, right? Like, just get those, those guys on base or just hit a home run. So I was, I was really, really excited and pleased to see what, you know, we could do against the Mets.
0: Agreed. Heading into this uh, last, what should be the most difficult series of uh, the season left here with Baltimore and Washington only th- left to follow. Um, having everything kind of clicking at once heading into this series it just feels vastly different from the last time these two teams met, which is very nice. MVP yep. of the series, who you got?
1: Um, I'm kinda gonna 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 go off the wall here, but I wanna uh, Jose Iglesias. Um, I, I know that he hasn't really done much with the bat, but just watching him in the field again, uh and especially him at second base, it's honestly it's like a cheat code, right? Because that guy yeah. is an awesome shortstop, and now we have him over at second. And just seeing some of the plays that he's making over there, just like these smooth, slick plays. He's just like kind of like tossing the ball behind his back to give the ball to bogey to get a double play. It's just, I just want to be like, yeah, that that's just been so much fun to watch.
0: I'm going to go Bogarts, who was uh, all told for the series, went three for five with a couple runs scored. Home run, four RBIs, a couple walks in there too. Stuff that stat sheet for uh, finally being replaced to let a Royal get back in there in game two and get a couple at-bats. Yeah. All right. Well, that was going to do it for reviewing the Mets. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and preview the last series of the year against the Yankees.
1: 18 plus.
0: All right, Yankees, Red Sox, last big series of the year. Nice little weekend three game set. And boy, is it a biggin'. one. Uh, your up to date standings in the American League East, Tampa Bay has clenched a playoff spot. They are six up on Boston, eight up on the Yankees, eight and a half up on Toronto, and 45 and a half up on Baltimore. In the wild card, Things are just as tight as ever. Boston, in first place, two up on the Yankees. Uh, Toronto is a half game behind the Yankees. Seattle, two games back of the Yankees. Now, normally, these late September series with the Yankees are big just on their own. Throw into the mix that the Red Sox can really solidify their position in the playoffs, while at the same time knocking the Yankees out of theirs. Uh, Or, the Yankees being able to do the same thing to Boston... Uh, with something more disastrous here, um, all three of these teams here in the AL East uh, have a lot riding on this this weekend series here. Uh, what's just what's your general feel of where the Red Sox are coming into this series?
1: Um, I I still feel pretty okay even if this weekend doesn't go uh great just because of our next two matchups um in the in the final week um but I mean this is still like I'm so looking forward to this weekend um but I'm going to be sitting on the edge of my couch because uh just Yankees Yankees Red Sox always brings like a little bit of tension but knowing that we're we are both kind of like fighting for the wild card and then sprinkle in the Blue Jays, whose lineup is just absolutely just dominant. Yeah, it's going to be a really, really exciting weekend.
0: Sure is. Last home series of the season for the Red Sox. And we got some good pitching matchups. We got Nate Evaldi versus Garrett Cole in game one. Nick Pavetta versus Nestor Cortez Jr. in game two. Eduardo Rodriguez versus Jordan Montgomery in game Three. How do you feel about those matchups?
1: Um, I feel okay. I, 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 I I, I mean, that first matchup, um, is going to be like really, really exciting to watch because, I mean, Iavaldi has just been absolutely lethal against the Yankees this year. But again, he's going up against Garrett Cole. So that's going to be, that's going to be a tough, um, from an offense standpoint from both sides of 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 you know the the Red Sox and the Yankees. And then Pavetta, who the heck knows? I mean honestly, I don't know. So I am hoping for like a Pavetta hauk kind of tandem there. Um and then Erod, um I I I I don't really know what type of, you know, what version of Erod that we're going to get against Montgomery. So I feel okay
0: yeah I don't I don't feel super great to be honest <laughs> um, yeah 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 Nestor Cortez has pitched extremely well uh so far this year for them uh and I feel like Montgomery's been really kind of up and down he's had his moments but then again so he erod so it feels like that's kind of a wild card uh evaldi Cole I mean Evaldi if, if takes a loss there I'm not really gonna fault him but that should be a heck of a matchup. The one, it really feels like the Pavetta um, Cortez matchup in the middle there is really going to be what swings the series for me. And I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it's like short leaf, uh, short leash, and piggyback Hauk if things start to to go sour here to get through that. But um, these are going to be three jam packed games, and I'm pretty excited about it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I I like I said I will be. You know, I will have my popcorn and just watching every single game, um, and hopefully not saying too many uh, cuss words at the TV.
0: <laughs> Yankees lineup there rolling out there: DJ LeMahieu, Anthony Rizzo, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Joey Gallo, Gleyber Torres, Gary Sanchez, Brett Gardner, Gio Urshela. Yankees finally have most of their their uh, their lineup healthy here. But good news for the Red Sox, so do they. As Christian Roy has returned, he was really the last missing piece there. Um, Red Sox, for what feels like the first time all season, actually kind of have their full testament of guys here. How much confidence does it give you that the Red Sox are playing this well and kind of have their full slate of players for uh, the first time in several months now? (laughs)
1: Um, I mean, I I feel a lot better. I mean, because, you know, you got... Uh, I mean, I just feel, like, more confident in that bench, right? I mean, if you got Iglesias in, like, the first couple, you know, handful, five, six, seven innings, and then you put Arroyo in a big spot, um, like, pinch hit for Iglesias. And, you know, Arroyo has always, so far, like, this season, he's always come up big in, like, those big spots. So, just having him there gives me, like, a little bit of confidence, um, and just just having just everyone here, especially now against the Yankees in this series, yeah, I feel I feel a lot better about the lineup.
0: So do I. Um, who is your pick for MVP of the series, and what is your series prediction?
1: Um, I guess for MVP of the series, I'm gonna go with Hulk because I really do think that he's going to come in and bail out Pavetta because I don't really trust him. And I think that he's going to come in for like two, three innings, rack up like three, four strikeouts. Don't give up any runs. It just keeps, you know, keeps, you know, the, the, the lineup into it. And maybe we can sneak out that second game against Pavetta and Cortez uh, Jr. Uh, but I am – I'm thinking we'll take two out of three uh, but it. I think it's going to be close even if we take three out of uh, if we take all three or we lose all three I think every single game is going to be extremely close
0: I'm right there with you and I think uh, two out of three solid uh, and then I think the, uh, the Yankees are not going to make the playoffs that's going to bury them yep uh, my MVP of the series I'm going to go oh I don't think I did my MVP of the series did I no I did I did say Bogarts um, prediction for MVP of the series I'm going to go Schwarber I think he's just going to you know his first taste of this Red Sox Yankees ish and he's going to go off feeling confident
1: yes. love it
0: alright that's going to do it for us thanks for listening we have some other great pods on this Over the Monster podcast network that I hope you'll uh, take the time to check out the Over the Monster podcast that Matt and Brian do, the over—I um, that, just said that one—the uh, Red Seat, <laughs> that Jake and I do, and then Bob and Shelly do an awesome podcast talking about Red Sox minor leaguers. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Keats, You can find Shelly at ShellyV underscore 643. Thanks for listening. We will be back with you on Monday to recap the Yankees and preview Baltimore. Thanks, for listening.